Hi, everyone. This is episode five of the Help Me, I'm Writing podcast. This is a continuation of the last episode. This is part two of the poetry section. Um, in this episode, we're gonna, um, I'm going to show you how to use the descriptive poetry method. Um, say there's a bottle, water, a bottle of water in front of you. Now, I'm going to show you my thought process and what I do to write poetry. There is an object in front of you. This time, it's a bottle of water. Now, I'm going to look at it and describe it, and that will become the poem. Its body is shapely, thoroughly caressed by its own made condensation. As the cold water within spends more time in the hot, unbearable summer air, the more tears it sheds, leaving a tepid pool at its feet to wallow in. Though a seemingly melting vessel, its shape stays the same. Um, it continues to stand tall amongst the waters of its defeat. That's a kind of um, fast, simple example of the descriptive poetry work that I do. Um, I might read one later that I already wrote ahead, like a while ago, and then I'll tell you what it was about. Um, I see a lot of people writing poetry these days, and a lot of people think there's a cringe level associated with some forms of poetry. I mean, it's really popular in hipster and emo circles, but in reality, the fact that poetry is so common and is used so often is really a good thing, in my opinion. It's a vestige of the Renaissance still living in modern times. Like an old oil painting, we can use the same methods in artistry as famous past artists and I think that's a way that the past is alive and shows that humanity hasn't forgotten its past and still has connections to more beautiful seemingly beautiful times now going forward uh, another form of poetry is rap um just because rap isn't always about beautiful things like flowers or rainbows, doesn't make it any less poetic. A lot of rap, there is some rap that's like not thought-provoking, but there is a lot of rap that is. Same as, po- as singular poems, some are horrible. Um, rap and songs, they um, a lot of time are more insightful than the average poem. Especially with artists like Nas and Beyonce's Lemonade. Oh my goodness. Beyonce's Lemonade was so good, beautiful. Along with the music videos, it was just its own art form. And though Nas and Beyonce, they're great examples of poetic artistry.
The average person who isn't well-versed in poetry may think poetry is something that rhymes. Rhyming, of course, is a huge part of the poetry umbrella, but don't let it force you into any mold. For me, the way I write, I feel like it's I'm following a stream or a river where it's flowing in its own melody. Where rhyming, it's like you're jumping off a ledge onto another ledge onto another ledge, and they're all distinctly sized. And that's how it feels to me, rhyming versus not rhyming. Um, I like prose for passionate, expressive pieces, but sometimes it is fun to go into a rhyme scheme just to see what you can do. It's nice, it's it's fun to see if you can confine your natural rhythm into a box. And I know that sounds weird, but it's fun. It's like you always, playing by the rules can sometimes be enjoyable if it's something you never do. Okay, now I'm going to read a poem that I wrote a while ago that I had published in my first book, Pepper I set Rome on fire. I ran through the streets, bringing it to life with amazing flames and embers, tearing apart the fabric of life and stagnant non-existence. I stood above and watched as everything danced in a horrid warm glow, like a sunset rising from the ground. Now, you can take many guesses on what that was actually about, but writing that's good doesn't have to have a meaningful uh, background story. And it was actually about a server I worked on for Minecraft, and I built, I tried to replicate <coughs> a Roman city. And I had a volcano like the one in Pompeii. And some of my friends decided to grief my city and covered it with traps and stuff like that. And I wasn't happy about it, so I decided to set it all on fire. And silly things like that can inspire you to write very melodic things. So don't feel like you have to have meaning behind everything that you do. Okay, so next week is episode six. I'll be answering a lot of questions that you guys have asked. Some of them from Kuora. Um, some of the questions will be, what's the best way to organize a detailed plot outline for a book? Or do you need a college degree to be a freelance blog or novel writer? Um, does a pen name keep your real feelings hidden from readers? There are several more questions about that a lot of people had, like how do I get my name work out there um, for people to read? It's it's a hard world out there for writers, especially with all the different forums and social media sites it can be confusing 
and it can be difficult to find a good place for you to display your work for an audience that will actually read it. Um, but yeah, so that will be next week, and this has been another episode of Help Me, I'm Writing. I hope you enjoyed it, and stay tuned for next week. Bye!